Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e ruleset, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. It is uh, the middle of the day. Uh, heading out now is going to be... Uh, and it's hot as hell. I mean, I wouldn't mind if we just kind of sat in the shade for a bit. What is hell? Thorn just shrugs his, shrugs his shoulders. Don't you guys want to get back and dig up your mate? Yes, but what is hell? Well, I thought you only had three days. We've been banging around out here for two. Is, is this Bruce or Norbert speaking? This is Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Three days? Friend? No! What is hell? Oh, well, what do you mean? You, you, you don't know what hell is? Just explain. You must know what devils and fiends and demons are. Of course, everybody knows, don't, don't you? Explain. Well, it's um, another plane. Is where other the fiendish uh, denizens come from. What do they do? not quite the same as this plane I mean it's a lot it's certainly different over there it's um they have enormous towers and castles like you've never seen um but they're um not like you would see that you've seen where are you from bird are you from Perbestet what is the city called again where she's from sorry you're from one of the Ramag cities in, in near the southern fringe. How? What? The city is called Ramag and near the southern fringe. Like that? Uh, with minus the H. Okay. Oh, I'm from Ramag, but what do they do, these demons? And she doesn't look like she's... she's uh, quizzing him or or curious as to what they really do. I mean, it's clear that she has heard of it, but it looks like something is starting to put a picture together in her head. There is a puzzle coming together, and she's asking for for thought prompts from him, just explaining what it is. 
as you ask that question, you see him mouthing the word Ramag, and he's got this odd look on his face when you say that. And he just kind of gives himself a little bit of a shake, and he's like, well, uh, it, it's hard. Well, we're here in the jungle. I mean, you guys being here, you, you were out with the, uh, the ashen bats, weren't you? Out near the sinkhole, I imagine, no? You came from the sinkhole, and then you came into the court. Well, we've uh, been uh, in a lot of uh, locations. But uh, yes, we did camp come to uh, Elm Twinkle's court from uh, that direction. Right, okay, well, I mean, you, if you've been with the Ashenbats, I mean, you must have been deeper down in the sinkhole, and if you've been in the sinkhole, you, you should... you. How could you have not but seen devils and demons and fiends down there? I mean, that's not hell, but I would imagine if you've been in there, it's pretty close. Clicker widens her eyes, looks at the rest of the group. What? Sinkhole. He kind of scratches his head. I would know about the sinkhole, wouldn't I? Yeah, she asks the group as well. She doesn't ask uh, him. The legend of the great sinkhole in Kush is, it's not folklore, and it is common knowledge that the Green Walker was born in that place. What lives there might not be common knowledge, but it is very well known that the Green Walker was born in the jungles of Kush, and its birthplace was is now called the Great Sinkhole. I know of the Great Sinkhole. That's where I'm going. Oh. You, That's where um, you're going? Oh, yes, I remember you. You came in. You're not with them. You, oh, well. <laughs> no, Bruce, unfortunately. Of course, Bruce. Gee, for, for a minute there, how could I not remember you with that weird Is hat that you his have? name, Bruce? Yeah, yes, Bruce. Yes, he's been, uh, he's been at uh, Elm Twinkle's cold court as for as long as I have. Or I remember, actually, I remember you arriving. Hmm. Been a couple of weeks now. Indeed. Or a month. I mean, Seems I've been trying my damnedest to get Elm Twinkle to tell me where her bloody Pargan Grove is, but I don't know. It's been impossible. Anyway. That tree down there, that kind of looks like a Pargan tree, though. Is it, you know what? It's not a parking tree, is it? Yeah. Shut up. Really? Yeah. These guys are part of the got some, These guys have got some berries from it. They're going to raise the dead. You got some parking berries. Can I see them? I haven't got them, but Bolin pulls out one parking berry. He doesn't take it from you. He looks at it you in your in your hand. He's because. Oh, so that's it. And he has this far off look on his face as he looks there for a bit. And as he looks at the Parganberry in your palm, he keeps taking very furtive glances towards you, Thorn. Glances at me. I put the berry away. <laughs> <laughs> 
not quite like that, but okay, sure. Interpret as you like. Oh, well, are we uh, gonna head out soon? I really want to get this uh, stone back to the uh, people who were asking for it. You have it, Barry. But I still haven't gotten an answer. What do demons and devils do? Whatever they like. Um, not good things. They, uh, from from what I can guess... Flicker is, is focusing on, on Ijimaj. Is that, is that a name? Ijimaj. And you say that, Thorn, as he's saying whatever they like, and as you say that, he kind of gives you this little odd little kind of tilt to his head as you say that. Clicker. The fiends and demons are dark things that seek to trick you and deceive you and hurt you. They live in a place called hell. Well, that that would be the, the devil. So the demons, they are probably more marvelous killing machines. Well, I mean, if you're... I, I, thinking that maybe you weren't at the Great Sinkhole now, but I mean, in the city of Kush, in Nanguia, I mean, yeah, there's devils that walk the streets. You have to be careful, of course. I mean, for sure, if you aren't paying attention, yeah, you might be missing a spleen. So, yeah, mm, yeah, you can't be stupid around a devil, for sure. Back eyes in the back of your head type thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not missing a spleen. I'm just missing a splint. She points at her shoulder. Come oh. on. Let's go back. She rubs her temples, seemingly distracted with processing what, what she just heard. The new puzzle piece that aligned with the previous puzzle pieces. Are, are you sure? I mean, it's really hot are you sure you don't want to take a, a little bit just till the heat of the day passes it's not gonna hurt any I mean we could we won't make it by nightfall but uh, we'll probably get back if we leave what two past the midday we could probably be there by oh I, I would guess by 8 or 9 p.m. In, in the evening we have been through much we are wanting to set off well I I did hear they said they set up uh, rooms for you which is well I mean clearly you are powerful people that they set up rooms for you I mean that's I, I've never it's not like I know Elm Twinkle but that's AJ you coming or not we're heading out right 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 okay okay let me just gather up my things he picks up uh, his things and he's clearly set for for traveling as well but looking at his gear yeah give me an insight check actually who me for those that are curious sure wow wow Two 16s finally 19 23 and that disadvantage clicker rolls a 19 21 on bruce wow it's clear to you the three of you even to volan really the fact is, is looking at what he's wearing, 
it's pretty clear an adventurer he is not. Which seems pretty, pretty at odds for being out in the jungle. Liquor turns to Volden and um, knocks on her chest. Can you help me out of this armor? It's too warm and it's bothersome. I don't think it is going to help me. If somebody pushes me the wrong way, I fall over anyway. <laughs> she does help Clicker as best he can. Well, unfastening. So she takes off... Yeah, she takes off the Thornback armor eventually and hands it over to Ijnamuj. Holds it in front of him. Like this. It's wet. But it's good. Even though it takes, like, I think, what is it, 10 minutes to doff armor or something like this, isn't it? Depends on the type of armor. Yeah. It's yeah. a complicated rule. Yeah, I, I think full plate takes 10, ten, takes ten but light armor should, certainly doesn't take 10 minutes. So, thing is, as you're taking that off, it does take a bit of time. Ijnabuj is still putting his shit together. He is, hasn't finished getting his stuff collected and put all together. Clearly... Again, just another indication of how not coordinated for adventuring he is. He looks back at you as you proffer the armor. Um, what? What do you... Are you giving me that? She looks to the other three. And nobody wanted this, right? Before? What kind of armor is it? Light armor gives you plus one to AC and gives 1d4 return damage when somebody tries to grapple you. Yeah. Right, the thorn, thorn back armor or something. Um, I mean, it, is it is it studded leather or just leather? It's basically leather armor with the 1d4 return damage yeah. on grapple. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure, you can give it to him. To him? If that's what you or, want to do. Or, I, I just didn't understand if you said to him or to me. Ah, okay. Would... When you try to give it to Ijnabuj, he's kind of just waving his hand. No, no, no. That's... Uh, I, I can't carry you anymore. No, thank you. This time, she only pulls up her healthy shoulder and again gives us the, this very significant clink as her, the bottom of her backpack is just laid out with coins. <laughs> I can't wear it either, so carry it until we're back home. Uh, well, um, I mean... It's better than what you have right now, if anything happens. And you notice, too, that I mean, he's, his clothes look like traveler's clothes, but they're very fine. He doesn't have the look of someone who is endowed for heavy lifting at all. He's fairly flimsy looking. Oh, I really wish I could carry it, but my backpack, it was hell to carry this thing this far. Uh, I mean, really, my lady, uh, maybe one of your companions can help? Clicker just just 
turns towards the others. Uh, doesn't even listen to him. Yeah, and she she just shakes his head in, in complete defeat and annoyance, frustration. I'm glad he was not one of the slaves. And then she reaches out and tries to give the, the armor to one of the others. Just for anybody to pick it up. I mean, I'll pick it up if no one else wants it. I, I really cannot handle handle it. It's too heavy to carry. I'll hold on to it uh, for later, Volan, when you're feeling better. I mean, not Volan, sorry. Click on <laughs> okay. It's better we save it. it. It is too obvious. I like these. She gently pets her dark wave clothes. If you uh, think so. In, in, in other words, in other words, uh, if it's not a silk rug, she's not going to wear it. So uh, <laughs> this is for selling. The silk rug that you gave away. That's right. She sold it. Mm. For good money. Yep. Good value, at least. Yep. Bartering. So whichever you who is going to help carry that thing. Yeah, you get put it into the party sheet. Let's just sell that later, in other words. If none of you want it. One of you will carry it and will also mean, I suppose, if someone's carrying it and it puts them past their strength thing, then they're... Has I'll to be carry it. Oh, really, Bruce? You're going to do it? Why not? How about that? Bruce takes it. I mean, I was about to, but sure. <laughs> Bruce just grabs the armor as Clicker just kind of leaves it on the ground and kind of looks miserable as nobody's coming to help her. Ichinabuj is still kind of putting the wrapping the rope up and putting it back into his backpack, and he lifts this big backpack on his back, and he's like, oh, okay, I'll well, like wipes some sweat off his head and then he pulls this extremely long pipe out of his pocket and give me a minute let me light this up and, and let's we can be on our way in our community we had an artist and he made a theater piece with puppets one time he had Many people, many puppets injured, and they were organized like an organ. And there was one person playing the injured people. I think if we dislocated your shoulder, you can be on that organ and be one of the pipes. Whenever I do this... She pushes into his arm with her finger stretched out. Okay. You, you just make a sound of... Whatever that was when you put the backpack on. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can make music. I'll show you when I uh, push in on uh, Clicker's sore arm. Ah! Let's see. Full <laughs> <laughs> invisibility face palms. Wow. Um, that's very odd thing to do and he just you know puffs on his pipe for a little bit and then he kind of just sets his eyes he's like and points in the direction well it's, that's the way we gotta go 
starts, he slowly starts walking. I miss Ravenfolk Entertainment. It was so dark and done with the world. I like that. Maybe you'll uh, see it again. Let's uh, head on. As you start taking some walks away, you hear a storm of fluttering wings and Sunrise comes zooming up out of the cenote and zooms between your horns, Thorn, and just kind of, you know in the, the latest Superman where he comes and he does that big, the three-point landing type thing and it's kind of like the shock waves. He comes zooming in to land between your ho- horns and just kind of bounces there like a, like a rubber band a little bit as he stops himself short. And then he takes a seat immediately. I sneeze. See if he pops out. <laughs> to dislodge him? <laughs> sure. So you, you sneeze, and as you're in there, you kind of lift your head back up, and between your horns, you can see him dangling legs down as he's holding on for all his life between your horns there. Little bodies in front of your eyes. Oh, I'm sorry. I did, uh, I did not notice you there. Give me an insight check. Inside, okay. Yeah, when you look in his eyes, you can see in that little sprite's eyes, he is scared stupid. I just shrug and keep going. And he reseats himself and holds tightly onto your horns. Okay, so you guys would begin your journey back. And it's uneventful. Let us see. So, Ijinobuj is doing a pretty damn good job. He does not seem like as he's walking along that he is indecisive in any fashion at all as he is going in a direction. Every once in a while he slows down and he kind of stops as he's looking what's the best path forward. And sometimes he might look a little bit off balance and trying to determine what what's the best path does he go this way or that way but he always seems to choose his direction like he has a very clear idea of which way to go it's just that every once in a while there's an obstacle that gives him some pause and you guys are going good and it is getting very very close to sunset when there is a sound ahead and the sound is Kind of like a rattling noise of, like... You've seen snakes with these rattle sounds, but this sounds somewhat like that, and somewhat something off a little bit, too. Look at her hides. And there's some shifting in the vegetation not far off. And Ijinobuj... He doesn't even stop, he just keeps on going. Excellent, we've got uh, bait. Roland stops walking. I think there is something there. Uh, what? Really? And he stops and then he gets this look. It's fear is fear. There's no difficulty telling that as soon as you say that, he's afraid. Where? I draw my bow. And uh, ready and add a uh, ready and add a Re- ready and arrow just in case. Okay. 
As I said, Clicker hides and she also pulls out her hand crossbow. Ready to bolt. Hello. Come out. We mean you no harm. And you hear again this. <coughs> it sounds like it's probably. You guys can see the map now? Yep. Yep. Question. Can yep. you. Can you load a crossbolt with one arm? <laughs> or do, do you need to bow? Do you, do you need both hands to pull back the string? You need both hands. Fuck. Well, I mean, there's a loading mechanism. Like on hand crossbows, there's a, I think, a loading mechanism in terms of how to pull back that you could probably do. It would basically, I would say, it's going to take you a full turn to load. Okay. Makes sense. Well, don't, isn't that normal for crossbows? They have the loading trait, right? I thought to load and fire, you could do that in one turn. What I'm saying here is he cannot load and fire in the same turn. Right. He's gonna uh, fight through the pain anyway. So, with your guys' passive perceptions, I mean, they're all high enough that that you would have heard a sound coming from somewhere about here. You can choose whereabouts you want to place yourself on the map there at the at the entrance before I lock tokens. So fireball should be good, right? You got a fireball and you want to do a fireball. Not far out. Oops, I removed all of them. I didn't know I could do that. You're that far off. Uh, no, I, I did remove mine at the, oh, the, almost oh, at the same okay. time. Oh, okay. I was surprised for a second. I'll be, I'll be here for now. I'm happy. Why is Bruce that far away, though? Well, he's going to go around, so he's not going to engage any fight with some creature. Yeah, so did you just bolt? You guys are together, so if you're going to go around, you do that once I say... Once I lock tokens and then we do whatever is going to happen after, then you can move. But you can start up more or less in the same area where I've placed you. What I mean is you just don't have to be Ijinamuj up front because, I mean, realistically, as soon as Volan said something to Ijinamuj, he is moving backwards. Okay, so I'd like everybody to give me initiative. Tell you what, not, not a bad initiative roll, guys. Problem is we can't see what is out there. The good thing is initiative doesn't really matter because we randomize it every turn anyway. That's true. Do we actually randomize or do we roll again every turn you, automatically? It rolls for you every turn, I believe. Okay, so people with high initiative bonus still usually come out better. Yeah. Gotcha. Is he going to roll disadvantage for me automatically as well? That's a great question. It should, I think. Because it's an automated system. So, so you... Uh, shall I leave that square up as to where I said you heard the noise? It's pretty much in the center of the map, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we got the idea, I think. Okay. All right, Bruce, you're up first. I think we should go around it, guys. 
Follow me. That's all you're doing is you're moving over there. Okay, I guess so. Yep. Remember, please, if you are half speed, just pay attention to your own uh, encumbrance and act accordingly. Mm -hmm. Thorn? Um, I am just going to ready an attack with my bow. Okay. Um, if I'm over encumbered, is that that's just 10 feet less, isn't it? It's not... Um, no, it's the, half feet. Uh, oh, yes, that's right. It is correct. Minus 10 feet. Yes, that's right. So exhaustion only half, uh, is the thing that halves your speed. Exhaustion is half, over encumbered is just minus 10. That's correct. Already an attack for something that seems like an enemy that's going to attack us. Oh, if it's if it's an... Does that mean it does stack for the, for the speed? So does that mean my 30 is minus 10 is 20 and then halved is 10? That's correct. Yes. Okay. That's right. 100%. But the skill checks, the uh, the ones that are affected by armor or encumbrance, those are just disadvantage anyway, right? Yeah, and, that, and the exhaustion will automatically take care of that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, your disadvantage with armor is only for, I think, heavy, heavy armor in general. Sometimes, some medium armor. Yeah, but it's the same uh, malice for... Heavy encumbrance, I think, or encumbrance, and encumbered encumbrance. What? <laughs> exhaustion. No, I'm you talking about encumbrance because I am over encumbered. I'm not heavy, but I'm over encumbered. Okay. And I'm exhausted three as well. So what's happening? So Bruce heads off in that direction. And although you don't see anything, Bruce, because of all the vegetation that's in front of you, you also hear sounds coming from over here. In fact, ah, all of you crap. can hear it as you hear a rustling and a snapping of a twig coming from that direction. And then coming from directly in front of you. So Thorn you would see this as coming from that breaks cover. You see the, this creature coming out, stepping out as it continues to going forward. Uh, if you want to, to take your ready to action. Is it coming towards us with malice? It is absolutely coming towards you as it continues to head south towards the, the trees in front of it. Well, I mean, you're showing it heading near us, but not actually going towards us directly, right? This one here that you see is definitely moving in this direction. Okay, so that's not towards us. That's directly south, whereas we're a little bit to the east, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'll hold my shot because it's not coming to directly towards us. Okay. You know what I really don't like? It's called Dinosaur, but it's called a Dinosaur eight <laughs> how many more dinosaurs are there <laughs> that's the lovely thing uh, about fantasy grounds it, it randomizes the numbers so you don't actually know how many there are volan you're up uh volan is going to i'll step forward a little bit um but i would like to use my action to apply a paralytic poison to my short sword 
Yeah, okay. Yep. So you are just going to uh, put the black tar onto uh, your short sword. Yeah, and we haven't done this before, so for future clarification, I would assume applying a poison is an action. Absolutely. Is that about right? 100%. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'll end this turn then. And thankfully, this tar is thick and viscous, not viscous at all, so it sticks to your sword fairly well as you start rubbing it on. Okay, clicker. Wait, did you say thick and not viscous at all? Yeah, that actually made no sense. Isn't viscous? The more viscous it <laughs> is, the the more it yeah. flows. No, no, it's the opposite. No. Okay, it's the other so, way around. All right. Why was I thinking viscous? All right, so then it's thick and viscous. So honey is more viscous than water. Yeah, yeah. All right. Totally. My bad. Kill me now. I'm so embarrassed. That's okay. All right, clicker. Viscous, having a thick, sticky consistency. That's exactly what it is. It is viscous. Cool. Clicker, you're up. Are there any trees around me, or is this, you is are, this just I, I assume you were walked into the bush there, and you are... I mean, you're pretty much covered. That doesn't answer the question. You're surrounded by trees, yes. I'm surrounded by trees. Yes. Ocean of climbing is what Clicker pulls out. She drinks it. And is going to start climbing up a tree. Okay. Uh, this gives you your the highest advantage. She can find. This gives you your athletics check at advantage. So do give me your and athletics check. And it gives me check. a climbing speed. I don't need to make a climbing check I... with a climbing speed. You have a climbing speed? It gives me climbing speed equal to my walking speed. One hour. Yeah, so potion of climbing gives you a climbing During speed. During this time, when you have a climbing speed. You don't usually need to make a check. During this time, Not you have advantage on anyway. athletics check you make to climb. Yeah, but it's you when you have a speed, speed for a why certain... Would, why would it say uh, you have it, advantage You checks? no longer... Uh, that's for, for, like, spectacular climbing. You know, when it's difficult climbing that you can't normally climb with a climbing speed. But, like, a bear or whatever, they don't make climbing so, checks for regular climbing actions. You've never really been to a jungle, then, have you? No. Climbing in the jungle is not easy. Well, it depends if you're a bear or not. I, I guess if you're <laughs> a bear, you have claws. So, uh, that's why why the potion of climbing is gives you a climbing speed, right? I, I yeah. suppose it gives you the ability to climb as yeah. I, I understand. Well, like, as only a, if you've got a climbing speed, you don't need to do an athletics check. I just thought it was really weird wording that it says during this time you have advantage on strength athletics checks you make to climb. So it's weird, isn't it? It is it's, weird. It says and that you have a climbing speed, but then it says you need to use athletics to climb. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't say that. It does say that. It only says it, when when you make checks to climb, then you have advantage. It doesn't mean you always need to make a check. It just means that when you do make a check. Yeah. So um, this this yeah. is the thing about jungles. The, the thing about being in a jungle is when you look at the canopy, you don't have a lot of branches that you would have in coniferous forests where they are all all the way down to the bottom of the trunk kind of thing. 
they're usually really high up there and the trunks because it's humid in the jungle all the time they're slick as hell so i mean you know what hmm. because because she has a hurt arm I'm just going to say she needs to make a check one way, one way or another. I was really thinking then, because of how exhausted you are and, and how you were hurt. Yeah. I was really thinking that this would be just taking the disadvantage off of your check for doing this. Yeah. And I would still have a so DC in my mind about what I think would be to climb a jungle tree. Yeah, let's do that. So do that advantage. Sounds, roll your athletics check. reasonable. Yeah, okay. So, 16. yeah, you were able, with difficulty, after quaffing that potion, uh, you are certainly able to climb, uh, what's your movement speed? 10. 10 feet up a tree. So you're hanging there 10 feet up off of the tree. There's no branch there. You're just kind of wrapped around the tree Wait, at the moment. Can, can, I, can I dash? I think I can dash, right? Because I have a climbing speed? Yeah, that's right. Is that how it works? Yep. So I would Except use dash is an action, action and to... you used your action to quaff the potion. Yeah, but I have cunning action to dash, right? Oh, yes, of course. Right. My bad. Okay. So I climb up 20 feet if I yeah, can, okay. if the tree is high enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yes. They are high. They are probably close Perfect. to 100 feet high. Awesome. So you're 20 feet up Flickers and out. <laughs> there will be a tiny branch there, not a branch that you can um, uh, put all your weight on, but certainly something you can grab to help hold yourself in position for sure. So you're 20 feet up should, off the ground. All right. Should I delete the potion of climbing or should I reduce it to zero? Uh, zero amount. Up to, up to you. Okay. You just however just making sure because in the, in the past we, we deleted things that you inserted or edited uh, and well in this case yes please feel free to delete it yeah okay okay so you're up there Ijnamuj. uh he's freaking out so he will uh how far is that thing at disadvantage because he can't see uh, but he did see the animal come out as well from where he's at. So he fires off a firebolt in that direction. And it just goes wide, just flies off. And it, it comes really close to hitting you, Volan, as it goes off. And it just uh, hits some trees way off over here. Completely just like, oh, I, I think I got it. Oh, look at that. How about that? Uh, this one comes... Whoa. Damn it. So this one, another one comes running up out of the trees. You see it coming, it comes in right towards you, uh, um, Bruce, and it dashes up beside you. Uh, this one comes running out. Um, I don't know if that triggered. Well, actually, sorry, it's a new round. So they got top of the round this time. This one comes running up and then comes running I still have my held action, though. I'm seeing if, it, if any of them attack us. That's all. Would that continue on to the next round? Well, I haven't gone yet. You're, you, you, were the ver you were the first on the last round. 
correct, and now I'm pretty much the last on this round, so I'm still holding my action. Yeah, okay, sure. All right. Um, so you would have seen it coming across over here, coming down. Would you have done anything there? I would wait until it's actually acting in an aggressive manner towards us. So it came into the trees on this side, and then it came running through the trees uh, towards where Bruce is. So it would have been under uh, three-quarters covers as it came towards Bruce there. If not, I mean, that, that probably would have been full cover from your point of view. Yeah, that's fine. Like, if it attacks Bruce, I'll attack it. This but one comes, if it doesn't attack Bruce. This one comes running out, and then it comes dashing in towards the side as well, and it lands right, in, right beside uh, Volan, coming in right on that side. It's not attacking, or does it look like it's about to attack? Or it looks, it looks aggressively. Its neck thing is out, shaking, flared out, and it's coming in, mouth open, running quickly with its little hands, not as like T Rex small, but fair sized claws out. All right, I'll I'll take a shot at that one yeah. then. Okay, let's run up to Volan. Oh, that I miss. Oh, that sucks. With a plus I eight. A four. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Four plus a plus eight, 12, and he misses. Bruce, you're up. As this one comes tearing in through the trees, and it's just, it moves so quick, and it's right there at your. I'm going to take a swing with the old uh, special longsword. Really? Yeah, why not? So with your long sword, you reach up and you swing at the thing. You get it kind of caught up in the trees, but you still manage to power your way through the trees and smash into the side of uh, the side of this dinosaur. So you hit it. And as the leaves and branches fall off the tree, we'll do some damage. You do a, a, a decent bit of damage to it. All right, clicker, you're 20 feet up in the tree. She goes higher. <laughs> you don't need to roll again. Uh, that's fine. You continue to go up. You're going to go up another 20 feet. She, she tries to go up as far okay. as she needs to, to reach a branch where she can sit on. 10 feet up on. is a branch that's uh, big enough that you could uh, basically maintain your weight on that branch. Uh, okay. So she sits on that branch, stabilizes herself, and starts aiming at uh, the dinosaur that is closest to her oh, as she can you, see have you the one at volan you've loaded your crossbow then already yep all right that's why i asked yep. if she can do it with with one hand or not okay that was what she did before the fight okay go for it fire away oh, i thought you were gonna fire oh i i think she can't fire oh, okay. i mean she can climb and then sit on the tree and aim and i think that's that's gonna be the uh, turn. Ijnuj is going to fire once more uh, a firebolt. Why is it not? going to fire a firebolt at this thing again. And once more, his firebolt is so off. He rolled a two, uh, a eight with, uh, with his um, spellcasting modifier. And it comes flying past and goes right in front of your nose this time, Volan. Again, completely just his aim is terrible. Volan. Uh, 
Mullen is going to take a short sword and stab this thing that is looking angry at him. Okay. Oh my lord. This is terrible. There's a lot of missing going on. A lot that's of a, missing going on. Wow. That's... Yeah, I'm gonna... Shame I'm to... gonna maneuver there. Okay. And then my turn. Okay. Thorn. Am I having any difficulty seeing this dinosaur next to Volan? Uh, I would moved. say we'd have half cover with Volan standing there, where you Could are. Could I move to the right a little bit to yeah, yeah, for sure. um, Easy. get clear? Okay, so I'll do that and then I'll move back sort of thing. Okay. So I won't bother moving the, um, yeah. the token. Oh, beautiful. You pull back easily uh, and just your arrow just pierces its its hide in, uh, in its neck and it just gushes some blood. Um, it too is looking not the great, not so great, but not, I mean, they're not bloodied. Volan, try and hold it off. Oh, Ijnamuj, he, um, stays right where he's at and he's going to, this time he's going to try, uh, uh fire, no fire. All right. F cold. And he shoots a ray of frost at it. Oh, he connects. How about that? That's it. That's it. <laughs> that was one. <laughs> oh, love, love. Okay. I'm glad we brought him along. Yeah. Its speed is Valuable reduced by ten feet. Added. Cool. Flicker. Flicker now fires at dinosaur number eight. Okay, go for it. A beautiful disadvantage roll. Let's go. Oh. 12. And the bolt uh, doesn't hit. Goes right between the legs of the dinosaur as it's uh, trying to tear at Thorn. Does she. Is it feasible that she remains hidden at least? Because she's way out of their eyesight and a bolt is not exactly well, something you're up you in can a tree, follow with so your eyes. You can just give me your. Um, I mean, cunning action stealth check, I suppose. Okay. Hmm. 11. Okay. About the climbing speed, I think you're right, by the way. Difficult surfaces still require the same check. All what right. I was thinking was uh, Pathfinder again. It tries to claw at you, Bruce, and is unable to latch on. And then it tries to bite you uh, quickly after it tries to claw you. And both bite and claw miss. Hold on. One with bite. Ooh. What do these dinosaurs look like? What, and what then are it they? tries to claw you again with its other with its other hand. All both claws and bites miss. This one looks up at where the bolt had come from. It sees you in a tree. But it doesn't care because it's got its eyes set on the victim in front of it. And it does hit. And it grabs, yeah. it bites into Volan. That's not good. Volan is not feeling good and it follows up with a claw scratching across your flesh. And it. Uh, I will 
despite my reluctance on doing so because of the last time I tried to do something, I will bring to bear a shield as a reaction. Okay. So your shield comes up and it misses as the last claw comes to swipe again. And it too bounces off of your shield. You might as well just drop the shield on top of yourself, so because it, it might still—it's a reaction and it lasts till the end of the turn. Yeah, so. but because we're doing random, it might last until the next time it comes around. We'll see. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, you're right. You are correct. So just drop it on yourself. Um, can you hear me? Yep. Okay. What do they? What do they look like? The dinosaurs. What are they? Velociraptors. Velociraptors. Hmm. Well, shit. Thorn. All right, I'm going to take a pot shot, like sidestep, shot, oh, yeah, shoot, sorry, and sorry, sidestep back. back. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Go ahead. Oh, beautiful. Ah, the dinosaur um, in front of Volan is looking bloodied. And I'm looking worried, but um, I hope Volan can stand there and, and take it. Uh, I can't. <laughs> Let me tell yeah. you how bloodied I look. <laughs> okay, Volan. Well, up. unless you were doing something else, I mean, Thorn. I... Sorry. Uh, look worried. I think that's about it. Okay, good. He looks worried. Good bonus action. Uh, I could pro probably draw my dagger soon, but I'm going to try to bring down the short sword correctly. And this time, you bring it down, indeed. <laughs> the paralytic uh, agent goes uh, into the cut, but it's no matter as you... What What do you do to this creature in front of you? Um, this is a nice stab. It's like It kind of rears up, and he takes the sword, and he jabs it in its chest. Burying it, and you can't get it out if you're trying to jiggle it and... No, it comes out, of course. It's a master. It's a masterwork sword, so it slides out. Slides smoothly. out like butter. Okay, cool. Like butter. Anything else? Uh, it slides that... out like butter. <laughs> that will end my turn. Okay, Bruce. Oh, I think it's rage time. All right. And we're taking the. Uh... Trust your old longsword one more time. You swing it over your head and you get it caught in the branches. Uh, some branch that comes down or a vine. It wraps it up in that, that, that swing and it just pauses you straight. Just such a big sword. First swing. You're going to use the reckless attack. Okay. And having going to swing it from out of the trees. Do you have... You get two attacks? Uh, reckless attack is a bonus action. No, he only gets two attacks at level five. Yeah. So no. Oh, do I? Oh, I'm sorry, I've misread that. So it means you... You just get to attack with advantage. advantage. That's it. Yeah. So next time around, you, you can advantage it up. All right, that's it. All right. Um... This creature doesn't care that its friend, its companion has fallen. It tries to rake at you and it's, it manages one claw to strike at you, even though you're raging. Doesn't hurt you as much as you, as, as it, it hoped it would. Tries to bite you, misses, 
swipes its its other claw. What what AC does um Bruce have? And it connects. A big one. <laughs> Are you using a shield? Partially resist. Yep. Yes. Ah, uh, okay, that kinda changes things. Thorn. Alright. Thorn is gonna move on to take a shot at uh Dinosaur 2, I guess. You can't see from uh, where you're at. Can't see? No. What about from there? Easily. All right. I'm going to use my inspiration and roll again. <laughs> All right. There you go. It's bloodied as your arrow connects and finds an artery. And that is my turn done. Okay. Oops, sorry, Bruce. There you go. Now you can swing at advantage. That ridiculously large. At advantage, Jay, so roll it again. Oh. There you go. When it counts. There we go. And with that ridiculously long sword, how does it... What happens? Um, the ridiculously long sword actually um, wasn't aiming in the right direction, but it did happily glance off the edge of a tree before crashing into the head of the dinosaur um, and then slipping out of my hands and falling on the ground. But he's dead. And thank God that is exactly what happened, because otherwise, would you have lasted another round? It's hard to say. And Possibly not. I think this is probably a good spot to call it for the evening. I'll pick up my sword before we go. Of course. Wait, we would have lost another um, Mick character? <laughs> <laughs> it can only be... Hey, they just keep coming back. Not quite. There's a little bit left. Yep. <laughs> All right. I would like, before we end... Sure. If I could... I'd like to cut off one of the claws. All right. Uh, like like a, a hand, like one of the hands with the claws on it. Give me with the intent to make a cool, you know how you make like a bear claw necklace after you kill a bear? Well, I killed a dinosaur. I'm going to make a dinosaur claw necklace. Well, out of of course. It's, it makes so much sense. Yeah. I need you to give me a survival. So you go in with your knife to try to cut off a claw? Uh, yeah, I have a knife. I can. If it doesn't work, I can try switching to the dagger if it's too tough. Yeah, knife slashes, a dagger pierces, it's easier to cut with a knife. Something I can do. Okay. Oh, easily. You have no problem. Did you want to remove more than one? No, I only need three. You just need three. Uh, yeah, so so you three. easily, without any problem at all, you start carving into it. You know exactly what needs to be done. I mean, back in the tribe, this is this was just you know, this is something you taught your kids. Yeah. No problem. As you pull off three claws. And this uh, creature is, well, it's not a velociraptor. It's a dino, dinonysus. 
It's a dinosaur. Dinosaur. It's got Dinosuchus. sharp claws. Yes, that's the one. This is Ivan, I'm 28, and I'm the community manager of Hammerdog Games. And I'm going to be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Fawn, the Tiefling Bard. Hi, my name's Mick, and I'll be playing Bruce, or Bert, or Bob, Hongo, Bingo, Barabbas, Bartholomew, Barry, Bernard. Hi, my name is Ryan, also known as Unlucky Geek on Mixer. I'll be playing the Trollkin Warlock named Valen. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu. Thank you.